Are we really doing this? We're doing it. Ah! Welcome to the Bomb Tales and Cocktails podcast. I'm Shelby Lovitz, the fitness and nutrition coach for moms and soon-to-be moms, mom of three, and twin mom. My passion is helping women learn to strengthen their bodies and mind for pregnancy, postpartum, and beyond. And I'm Erin Patel, mom of two toddler boys. I work in aerospace and defense doing digital transformation and supply chain strategy, so data is in my DNA. I'm always looking for research-backed solutions to better myself as a mom and as an individual, and I love helping other moms do the same. We're here to give you the tough love, the real and raw truths on motherhood and how to do it all without losing yourself along the way. So sit back with your cocktail or mocktail and get ready to transform your mind, body, and life. Ay, 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 it's been one hell of a week, Shelby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, this week has actually been relatively smooth. Actually, actually, no, I'm lying. I had like <laughs> a, <laughs> a very long travel day yesterday. I had to leave my house at like 5.30 to go to New York. And I woke up at 3.30 in the morning. And then my mind just started going like, oh my God, my alarm's not going to go off. I was super anxious about like missing the train and this whole travel process. So I was basically up from 3.30 traveling to and from New York and didn't get home till like later in the day and literally just felt like I was dead but other than that it's been it's been pretty okay (laughs) yeah um Ari was really upset yesterday when he found out that you weren't going to be home long by he's like I want to see Shelby I want to see Shelby I need to see Shelby I was like but I don't think she's going to be there I think she's on a train um (gasps) But I was like, he wrote the Paco for the first time yesterday. He and did? Yeah. That was like our big outing. I had a surprise plan because, like, you know, he was sent home from daycare Monday morning with a fever and he wasn't allowed to come back until this morning, which is Thursday. So I was paying for daycare while using vacation time mm. to watch my child. And I, I got to spend a lot of like really, great time with him um so i don't regret that by any means but it was stressful because emits away this week so i was on my own and then i was like preoccupied thinking about work like the fact that i wasn't working and every time i like tried to get on the computer something would happen and it just became this like exhausting cycle um so on tuesday night i was like i gotta do something different for wednesday so all morning i was like i have a surprise for you i have a surprise for you and when i told him that we were going to take the train he was like well, we're going to ride the train. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And then we went to lunch in Haddonfield and then uh, came back. So I was able to say like, oh, you got to ride a train today. Shelby's on a train today. So he thought it was cool. That's so funny because I, I think I told Leo I was going on a train and he was so upset. He was like, I've never been on a train. I want to go on a train. And I was like thinking in my head, like, is it safe to bring it? Like thinking about going into like Philly or something. Is that like, 
safe to do that? Are you talking about from like a seatbelt perspective or like just a... No, just like... Like travel perspective. Yes. So I was very much in my head about this. And let me just say the ride from Westmont to Haddonfield is two minutes long. (laughs) Um, But had the exact same thought. And like I was... I. When I take the train, like I feel mostly in control of myself. Like I, but when you have like that precious little guy with you that you have mm-hmm. to protect, it's a different story. Um, so even for that two minute ride, I was like very much looking over my shoulder. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about like, you know, just like if it was just me and Leo, like a woman with like a young child, and that's like. I don't know, like an easy target. That's exactly how I felt. Like, exactly. And like, you know, I spun my wedding band or, you know, engagement ring around, like, you know, just trying to like be discreet. And like, I don't know. But isn't that funny that we like have to, I don't know, have to feel that way? I know. I did actually buy. Yeah, but. I bought a pepper spray, so I might, I might need to bring that with me. Yeah. It's actually, yeah. it's like a, it's like a cute one. It's like black and studded and. Oh, you'll have to send me the link. Um, after we had our attempted break-in incident, mm. it went pretty wild, like ordering a bunch of protective gear. And I think I have a, a taser maybe that looks like a flashlight. Um, I can't remember. Yeah. So I obviously haven't tested it out yet, but. Um, I didn't even think to bring anything like that. But you know what? Lesson learned. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I was just thinking you got to love when daycare forces your child to stay home, but you still have to pay for it. <laughs> love it. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> and it's the second time this has happened this month. It's crazy. And like, it's crazy how the rules with like, daycares like don't apply to the state or like you know normal rules there's different mm-hmm. daycare rules and it just mm-hmm. doesn't make sense yep and he needed to have a negative covid test and so i had to like torture him with three different tests and he did not like that at all and actually like kind of broke my heart like it seemed like he felt like violated by it and like, mm-hmm. it is like a very funny feeling, but I'm like, I don't want to be doing this to you. I don't think you have COVID and you're literally like, like I told you yesterday, I got 20,000 steps Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, just trying to keep up with him. Like he's not, he was not lethargic. He was not down and out. Like he had a runny nose and that was basically it. Um, That's so weird. That's, did he, how high was his fever? I think it was like one no one maybe. Mm. Yeah, that is so. That's so weird. And you had did they make you do multiple COVID tests for him? No, I just did just in case. Like I that starting day, if it were to be positive, I wanted mm. that clock to start sooner. All right. Hello, beautiful moms. We are back today and. We are so excited for today's episode, especially me, because I just love this topic and and I'm obsessed with it. Um, Again, we I was just telling Aaron, we when we record separately, we need to do a little better 
planning on our cocktails <laughs> and but our microphone volumes. Yes. Yes. Um, so I am drinking a lover boy and we love summer house. Let us know if you're a summer house fan, a sparkling hard tea, the lemon iced tea. It's pretty, it's pretty refreshing. What are you drinking? E? I am drinking Prosecco and the brand is, I'm going to butcher this. The reason why I get it is because it's a black bottle with a gold label, which is like my spirit in a mm-hmm. nutshell. It's um, very on brand for on brand. Cocktails. Yes. If I could just be a walking <laughs> like golden globe, I think I would be really happy. Um, or Boraska, Boraska. We'll link it in the show. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you get it at Total Wine, um, I think you get a case discount. So that's always a bonus. And Aaron's a big fan of the of the cases and the wow. the large quantities. <laughs> oh my gosh! Not anymore. Not since decluttering. Well, no, it's alcohol. Yes, that's always going to be a thing. But buying in bulk, I'm going to start scaling back on but wine. Uh, okay, so. We're going to be diving into the best type of workout as a mom. And even if you're not a mom, too, it's still just the best. Um, And really why strength training is so efficient and effective, both physically and mentally. And the way both of our workouts look now are definitely different than what they have looked like in the past. And I could say for both of us that we have never felt stronger and more confident than we do right now, even after both going through two pregnancies and being in our mid-30s. <laughs> um, I'm still young. My birthday is yeah. until September, so I'm not even, oh my gosh, no, I'm 34 and a half officially. I just had my half birthday. <laughs> yeah, so I know... You know, there can be a lot of like misconceptions or just like feelings of, you know, I'm getting older and my body is just going to, you know, not look the same. So what's the point of even trying? But even at this age, you can feel stronger and more confident than ever. Totally true. And there's nothing problematic about being strong and getting stronger as we age. Actually, this is a fun fact. Strength training or weight training helps decrease our risk of, um, oh my God, what's it called? With milk. Osteoporosis. Osteoporosis, yes. (laughs) Yep. Because I I have hypothyroidism and that can uh, lead to osteoporosis. And when I was talking to my doctor about what my exercise routine looks like he said oh that's great that you're doing like strength and weight training because that helps prevent osteoporosis so another benefit yeah I feel like people think like we're gonna get a little bit more into this later in the episode but people think like oh as you get older like I'm getting weaker so I shouldn't lift because I'm gonna injure myself but really it's the opposite like you should be incorporating strength training so that you can get stronger so that 
you know, you can prevent osteoporosis and also just, you know, build a stronger body. So you're less likely to get hurt or get injured doing just like normal things. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's just get into it. So first we want to give a little background on why strength training has been so transformational for us. So I'm someone who I I don't know I don't know what really got me started with like lifting and strength training, but I started, well, I started in high school and it was all about, you know, losing weight and I didn't really know what I, what I was doing. I would just wander around the gym doing like I literally would go in, I think, and do the same exact thing every time and just go from like machine to machine. But I like really, really enjoyed strength training and lifting. Um, I kind of got away from me in college when all I really cared about was partying and <laughs> drinking. Um, I still did it like here and there, but after college, I kind of back in, got back into it, but it was still always for the wrong reasons, trying to lose weight, just only focusing on changing my body, trying to get smaller and smaller. Um, and this was kind of the way I went up until my wedding, because, you know, when your wedding's here, you want to do whatever you can to look as good as possible for your wedding day because you have all the pictures. So I was like super focused on that. So I was like, okay, after my wedding is over, I started working with a trainer and I was like, okay, now I'm ready to like start really getting into lifting again, start lifting heavier. And he really got me into powerlifting. And I'd never really lifted like this before and really just working a lot on strength, lifting really heavy. And I just like fell in love. I was obsessed with it. And People would say to me, like, why do you care about lifting this heavy? Like, don't get bulky. I don't understand. And I, for a while, I couldn't put my finger on it. Like, why do I love this so much? Like, it was so fun for me. I always looked forward to it. And I eventually realized, like, it was the first time that I wasn't focused on changing my body and what it looked like and was really focused on what it was capable of. And it was so just like cool seeing how my strength increased so much and going into each workout, seeing how much I could lift and if I could lift more than I did the week before. And it was just like such a freeing, good feeling. And I didn't leave my workouts feeling obsessed with how much I was sweating, how like dead I was feeling, how many calories I burned and instead just left on like such a high knowing that me, if you don't know me, I'm only like 4'11", I'm tiny and I'm like deadlifting double over double my body weight. And that was just like 
such an incredible feeling better than, you know, seeing the number on the scale go down, just instead seeing my weights that I was lifting increase was just like the most freeing and best feeling ever. That that's like, I love that story Um, or like that chain of events. (sighs) So (laughs) I guess for me, the wedding factor, not a thing because I got married at like, I gave myself eight weeks to plan a wedding and get married. And it was a shit show. And um, I was not happy. It was great. It was great. <laughs> I was not happy about my um, physique at the time. But, um, oh, man, the gymnastics aspect. So, like I said in previous episodes, I've had a very toxic relationship with food and exercise my whole life. And all of that is rooted in from being a gymnast. Um, I grew up and I was like, quote unquote, raised doing strength training. We didn't do cardio, like cardio is a natural element of gymnastics, but I was in the gym like 20 to 25 hours a week as a kid. So doing school, doing gymnastics and pretty much doing uh, nothing else. But I, I don't want to say it's an addiction, but there is, like you said, you fell in love with it. And hmm, like, I would, I remember being on vacation and like, you would think a little kid is on vacation. Like they get a break, don't have to show up at the gym. And I would like make my dad come to the gym with me so that I could still work out. And I would get like my conditioning lists from my coaches before I left to make sure that, you know, I still, I was like so scared of like losing strength, even at such a young age. Um, And I would get kicked out of the gym at like the, the resorts because I wasn't 16. And I don't know how you prove that, but like, whatever. So at like such a young age, that was ingrained in me. And when I quit gymnastics, there's like so much, it was such a big part of my life. And there was like, I had hated it so much at the end. Like there was, I can't even imagine being a, a professional athlete where you like retire or you get hurt and you can't continue on and like how your life is completely changed. But that's kind of how gymnastics was for me. Like, it was such a staple in my life. And then I didn't have somebody, when I quit, I didn't have somebody telling me what to do. And so it's like, I felt lost. And then I started developing even like worse behaviors um, as it relates to food and exercise. But spinning this to a more positive note, um, I... Like I said, I've been up and down, up and down, up and down, but like strength training is what I love. And so post-college, my friend Brian got me into CrossFit and that was like the dream for me. That was like where I fell in love and like those workouts wore me to a T. I absolutely love them. I loved going. Um, I would get so excited to like see what the wad was and I forget why I stopped doing CrossFit. Oh, I think because of your program because it's like... (laughs) incorporates like a lot of the same things that I like. Um, But yeah, so the whole cardio situation was always like the torture aspect of working out versus the enjoyment, the empowering, the like I am capable aspect of working out. And cardio was all about getting smaller. And like we talked about on a previous episode, like being smaller isn't better. That was all really long-winded story it felt like (laughs) so that's my history 
Um, was it how old were you when you were like, how old were you when you started gymnastics and were like in the gym? I don't really remember. Maybe four or five ish. I'll ask my mom. I really don't like, I, I don't remember a time in my like early years where gymnastics wasn't part of my life. Mm hmm. All, all I remember from Erin's gymnastics is that we would always want her to come out on a Friday night and Cheers. she couldn't because she she was at gymnastics. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really know like all that, you know, the deeper stuff and things that were happening, you know, behind it. So um, even I'm like, even though we've been friends in sixth grade, I am still learning new things about you with this podcast well it's funny because like we would have our friday night sleepovers usually and i would go to like i think gymnastics was at 8 a.m or something on saturday mornings and i would go for whatever it was four or five hours come home at noon one o'clock and like you would be waking up or something <laughs> at my parents house like in middle school and yeah, we I, literally like lived at each other's houses and like, fell asleep on the phone every <laughs> single night together. And then yeah, spent every possible minute together on the weekends. Yeah, we're pretty much dating. <laughs> uh, okay, so <laughs> what do we actually mean by strength training? So, yes lifting weights but it's not just about like okay i'm gonna start lifting weights we're talking about actually focus on focusing on getting stronger and there really is a big difference between just like lifting weights versus strength training and focusing on getting stronger you know we're not just doing random weighted workouts or exercises or only using light dumbbells um, because this isn't what's actually going to get you stronger. Ensuring that you are following a structured training program where you're really aiming to increase weight over time is what is actually going to get you stronger. Structure leads to strength. Oh, I like that. That is very, <laughs> very true. There needs to be a structure. There needs to be intention behind it in order to actually get stronger. So we're going to dive into why focusing on getting stronger, focusing on strength training is really the best form of exercise as a mom. So first, think about how many things you do on a day-to-day -day basis as a mom. And just going back to what Erin was talking about earlier, about how she literally took over 20,000 steps by being home with Ari her day. Um, just thinking about all these little Another things you're too. doing, <laughs> you're doing day in and day out. 
picking up and carrying the kids around the house, folding and lifting strollers, carrying car seats, cleaning up toys and just cleaning around the house, carrying laundry baskets and doing laundry, carrying in and putting away groceries. Like the list goes on and on. And all of these things require strength, require mobility, require like literally different movement patterns. Like Squatting. I don't know if you feel the same way about this. Like, sorry, like bath time feels like a full body workout (laughs) and it activates like very bizarre muscles. And I don't, I can't figure out like why, but Mm -hmm. it's physically intensive, like leaning in, scooping. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Yes, getting, getting in all the crevices. (laughs) Yeah, gotta get in all the crevices. um, Oh, what was that? No, yeah, there's just so many things as moms that we do on a day to day basis. And if you're not building strength, doing all of this is going to feel really, really hard. It's already, (laughs) it's already hard. And, you know, if you're not having strength, it's going to feel even harder, a lot harder. And, I was actually explaining this to Ari yesterday, which sounds silly, but I talked about us taking the Paco and we were coming back from lunch. And for some reason, like the morning schedule was like very, very frequent. And then the afternoon schedule was a little bit more spaced out and we were like up against his nap. And so I was like kind of getting the, oh shit, we got to get to the train. And I was like trying to explain that there was like set times when the train shows up and then goes to the next station. And we had to like follow the schedule and that's how people plan. So going from the restaurant to the train station is all uphill. And we were again in a time crunch and he said, Oh, can you hold me? Which he doesn't ever do. And so here I am like trying to run sprint uphill, like a steady uphill climb from the restaurant to the train station while holding a, I don't know how much 40 pound kid, a 45 pound kid. Um, And I was literally saying like, I am so glad that I like strength trained. Otherwise I would not be able to do this. Like my heart was pumping. I was like exhausted. My calves were hurting. Every muscle of my body was activated. I was like, I would not be able to be doing this if I didn't, didn't strength train. And we made the train and we were there early. So I was Amazing. really proud of But I was like, <laughs> holy shit. Like this is living proof of like why I do what I do. Yes. And you know, not only that, but like if you aren't, if your body is not strong, just all of these things that you are doing on a daily basis are just going to take a much greater toll on your body. And you mo- you are more likely to get injured doing these like little stupid things that, you know, you wouldn't expect to get injured from, you know. You just do, you know, take a weird step or do something and now you're hurt. And incorporating strength training is, you know, going to protect your body much better and just make these day-to-day tasks and all these things that we do as moms feel so much easier. I don't know if you guys can hear me chewing, but this is also my dinner hour, so sorry. Um, (laughs) And I'm eating cheese, popcorn, and chips. So that's um, where I'm at right now. So if you hear me, Julie, I'm sorry. (laughs) Love that. 
All right. Number two is lifting and strength training is going to be so much more efficient than cardio. So a lot of times we think we need to do cardio to lose weight or to, you know, get in better shape first and then incorporate lifting. But this really just is not true. You know, the more muscle that you put on your body, the more fat your body is going to burn at rest. And also after a strength training workout, you continue to burn calories after that. And with cardio, that calorie burn kind of like stops after your workout is done. So really just focusing mainly on lifting and making sure you are getting in just like regular movement and, you know, walking or whatever it is throughout the rest of the day. Cardio is not a necessity at all. So if you're thinking, you know, I need to do cardio to lose weight or I need to do cardio for my body to look a certain way. It's just not true. Doesn't muscle or like strength training actually um, do more for endurance than cardio itself? Like I remember in CrossFit, uh, somebody was talking about like doing some sort of like 5k or something and they hadn't been training. And the guy that was running the CrossFit gym, who was wonderful. He was like, you don't need to do cardio to perform in a 5k race or any type of like run race. It's like the fact that you do strength training and those types of workouts already contribute to your um, endurance and your cardiovascular health that make you capable to perform in a run. Whereas if you just did running, you wouldn't, it wouldn't translate back to strength. Is there? Yeah. So I wouldn't say like, if your goal is to run a 5k, I wouldn't say like strength training does more for your endurance than running when it comes to that. But people think like strength training isn't about endurance or it doesn't help with cardiovascular health, but that's not true. It definitely does translate to endurance and cardio. Like you will notice that you will, you will perform better in regular cardio if you are strength training, but I can't face can't say for certain that um it would be if your goal if you have a cardio goal that strength training is more effective than okay. just doing cardio but it does translate to um endurance in cardio for sure okay I mean, I'm never going to do anything more than um, <laughs> running to a train. So, in terms of that's not true, Aaron. Planned runs. Aaron, we did. I got Aaron to do a 5K once, and she's like, "I'm going to be do terrible." She was having that negative mindset that she was already talking mm-hmm. about before, and I had actually. I think she. I think you weren't. You didn't hadn't run at all before we did this 5K. Maybe a few. Oh, no. Not at all. <laughs> and I had been like practicing a little bit and she just like 
did it so easily and was like ahead of me. And I'm like, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, okay. This goes back to another like gymnastic situation and strength training. I think like muscle memory is a huge factor. Like it's a, I'm not going to say it's a lot easier, but it does get easier to like get back in a groove once you've established that. Would you agree? I do agree. I do agree. Matt always says that to me. He's like, you're... No, he doesn't say anything bad. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) But when it does come to like fat loss and weight loss, nutrition is going to be the biggest factor. So ensuring that you are focusing on that too. If your goal is to lose weight or lose fat, nutrition is going to play a big factor. But the overall takeaway, you do not need to... You do not need to do cardio for fat loss, weight loss, endurance. It is good for heart health to get in, you know, some cardio, but you don't need to be spending hours running on the treadmill, doing the elliptical on your Peloton. Um, You don't need to be doing it. And I find that like, so many women are doing so much cardio because they feel like they have to do it. Or they, they feel lost. They don't know what else to do. Like they don't have a structured mm-hmm. program to follow, which is yeah. like kind of where we were before, like in our post-gymnastics high school years where we thought that that was the solution. But I want to make a distinction like between the mental health component component and the physical health because like i think there's a lot of people out there that enjoy running and like it contributes to their mental health yeah and that's what i was gonna say like if you genuinely enjoy doing cardio then like do it it's it's good for your health but if you are like wanting to um if you're wanting faster more efficient results Right. If you're wanting faster, more efficient results, then strength training is where you want to be. Okay. So next is kind of what I touched on earlier and kind of my journey is strength training just really takes this focus away from just changing your body And especially after pregnancy, seeing how your body has changed can be really hard. And maybe, you know, you're in this place where you're feeling obsessed with getting your body back or changing your body. um, And it can feel really, really hard. So with strength training, we're not going into each workout thinking only about changing our bodies, thinking about how many calories we're burning, thinking about how much we're sweating, how sore we're going to feel, how dead we're feeling. We're really just going in and focusing instead on our performance. And am I going to be able to lift more than I did the week before or the month, the month before. And this is just, it's just so, it's just so much more rewarding and such a better feeling 
then going into your workout, only focus on how many calories you're burning or how like dead you're feeling. And this is where, you know, if you're only focused on that, it can turn into like a really slippery slope where you're like, I didn't burn as many calories as I thought I was going to, or I didn't burn as many calories as I did in my prior workout or the week before. So you may start to think like, oh, I must not be trying hard enough or it's not working. So I'm just going to give up altogether. And like, I feel like I was definitely caught in this trap, especially in college where it was like, I didn't do as many as I did the last time. So now I need to do more on a different machine. And like, yeah, it's just like, what is the goal? Like mm-hmm. 100 calories, 200 calories, 500 calories. Without, like, And where is that goal coming from? And I feel like it's funny. I'll look at my Fitbit and it'll say like, burn 121 calories during this workout. But like you said, that burn still lasts longer after the workout. So when I do like lifting, I'm like, cool. I know that I'm still going. It doesn't matter that it was quote unquote, just 121 or whatever. And like, I'll get on the treadmill. Well, I like to walk. I don't like running. Um, But sometimes I'll like finish a treadmill walk and it'll be like 250. And I'm like, Mm. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Like I wasn't really putting in the effort that I do on a strength training that results in allegedly 121. Like it's just not the same. And I'm not saying that like it's wrong or that the science is wrong. Like the, the calibration is wrong, but I don't know. Yeah. And I think that's where same. like, that's where we can get hung up a lot because well, one your watch isn't super accurate with your calorie burn. So we shouldn't just, we shouldn't be looking at the calories on that at all, but that's another thing. But this is where we can get kind of hung up where you're like, oh, in my strength training workout, I burned 120 calories. And when I was just walking, I burned 250 calories. So why should I even strength train when I supposedly burned more calories during my um, cardio workout. And it's just, it's just not. I got into fat burning mode during the, Mm -hmm. the, that walk. Yeah. Sorry. To the train. But like, I know that that's not the same. Mm -hmm. They don't do that every day. And I don't, I look a lot different than I did when I focused on cardio. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're just so conditioned to focus on the calorie burn and, Like that's, you know, our obsession with the Apple watches and the Fitbits and looking at the calorie burn and workouts like Orange Theory, where it's like your calorie burn is up on the screen and you want to be the one who burns the most calories. And that's like what it's about. And let's take the focus away from that. Back to like the you self the what are you capable of mm-hmm. yes okay now strength training really is going to 
make you feel your best. So if you are doing a ton of cardio, a ton of higher intensity work, it's going to, this is going to feel really tough on your body. And it's most likely going to make you feel run down and you're just, it's going to do the opposite of what you want. You're going to feel like you're lacking more energy. And if you're having kids and you're trying to keep up with your kids and keep up with everything, you don't want your workouts to leave you feeling burnt out and leave you feeling like you don't have energy to keep up with it. And not only that, but like, say you get this like super high intensity workout done in the morning and now you are like feeling drained, you're feeling tired and feeling like you can't like move after it. Now you're more lethargic throughout the rest of the day and not like moving as much because you're feeling so drained from that workout. So it's kind of like counterintuitive at the same time. Um, and just like lifting is just going to give you not only the natural endorphins and the natural energy and making you feel good and happier overall, but just feeling happier that you're doing something for yourself and taking care of you so that you can show up as a better, happier and more present mom instead of sitting around and thinking about how you should be working out or like getting stuck in that mom guilt of I can't take time away from my kids to you know focus on me and take this time for me um and just like the mental aspect of strength training and your brain just kind of like shuts off from everything else in the world, everything else that's going on in your life. And this is the one time where you're just like solely focused on you, your body and the weights and what it is capable of. And it it's just such, such a good feeling. Mm -hmm. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, even like, so I always like bitch to you and Katie in our group chat about like racking the weights, like, oh my God, it's so annoying. It's like taking them on, putting them on. But like in that moment, like there is something empowering about that. It's not like the mundane, like, but again, I love walking. I literally love walking. I've always loved walking as a kid through my adult life. I don't like running, but like running and walking don't take a lot of thought. Like, it's just like, you're doing it. And when you're like re-racking the weights, it's like, holy shit, I'm like pretty freaking capable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and oh my gosh, that reminds me of um, when you took me to Lifetime. And I was like, I guess we were hip, thr or hip thrusting, I forget. But it, I had like a substantial amount of weight. And this guy like ran over to help me like maneuver the 35 pound plate. I'm like, Bro, did you like, did you see what I just did? Like, I don't need your help moving the 35 pound weight. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yes. like, it becomes like another empowering piece of it beyond the exercise itself. Mm -hmm. And 
I don't, I don't think I told you, but I think that same man did the same <laughs> thing to me on a different occasion. And also people always used to do that to me when I was pregnant. Like I was like unracking things and like carrying 45 pound plates and they're like, oh, oh, I'll get that for you. You shouldn't be doing that. I'm like, I literally just lift, like, I just lifted this. Like, right. What? In a bigger quantity. Yes. I think it's like, it's nice that people recognize it and that they want to be helpful because like going back to intentions, like from a previous episode where we talked about like your intentions aren't always received that way. It's nice in theory, but like be a little pragmatic about what you think you're doing to try and help. Right. Yeah. It Uh, just feels like disempowering. (laughs) Yeah. But now I'm thinking about like our conversation about the train and like feeling like a target and like a potential victim. And it's funny how like you change the scenery and like how that kind of changes. I know. Yeah, that is. I won't say I lose that, but like I definitely do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a different, yeah. It's a different feeling for sure. Yeah. That's it. Again, we keep diving deeper into this, like, and like unraveling this onion that Mm -hmm. we are and like, I don't know. Thinking about things differently. Anyway. Okay. So finally, and you know, we've talked about this in the past, but being a good example for your kids and living a long life for them. So going to back, going back to what we talked about earlier is that How do you want them to view exercise? What sort of relationship do you want them to have with exercise? Do you want them to only think that exercise is only about changing their bodies, only about losing weight, only about getting smaller? Or do you want them to view exercise as something that is like a gift and feeling capable of, you know, what their bodies can do and feeling strong and how good that feels. How do you want them to view exercise? Because the way you view exercise, the way, the way in which you exercise is what they're going to emulate and how they are going to view exercise and have a and what their relationship with exercise is going to be like and you know not just about getting stronger too but just overall health and that it's about being healthy and not just about their bodies and like we talked about earlier strength training is proven to help you live longer give you like better bone health better um you know mobility and strength so that you have a less chance of getting injured and getting hurt because your body is stronger so you can live longer for them amen sister (laughs) i feel like especially here i'm starting to see this with the boys like when Amit and I work out on the weekends, they want to be part of it. Sometimes I don't want to say it's annoying because that's so unfair, but like when 
I don't know, like workout time is like you said, it's a mental health exercise too. It's precious, but sharing it with them is also really cool. It just does slow it down a little bit, but I love seeing their interest in it. And you know that I'm like really obsessed with form and like form is king to me or queen, whatever. Um, and that again comes back, goes back to gymnastics where form is everything and then the rest comes later. And so Ari's been like very, very interested in, it seems like bench pressing in particular, uh, but he like, he's a bro. What? He's He's a a, bro. Such a bro. bro. (laughs) Um, But like he'll do it haphazardly. So right, wrong, (laughs) or indifferent. I got a um, PVC, is that what's called? PVC pipe? Yes. From my parents' house. Because they have just everything under the sun in uh, my dad's little toolkit backyard. And so I brought that home for him. And I'm like, if you want to do exercise and like weight training, we have to practice form. Like form has to come first and then the weights will come later. Because he like will pick up like the five pound weight and like, you know, flail this way, flail that way, whatever. So now we're practicing like, okay, you know, good form, good form. And that like it excites him for a little bit and then he wants to take the pvc pipe and then pretend to vacuum like the basement (laughs) so it's a good mix of exercise and imagination but yeah i feel like it's all about demonstrating what you love in such a positive way yeah i like that that. i like the pvc pipe i might need to Get one of those. Head to my parents' backyard. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Save one for me, Dan. (laughs) But I I felt, I feel you on that. Like, I used to get very annoyed when I would work out in the mornings and Leo would wake up early and I would hear him start to come downstairs and I'd be like, uh, this is like my time to focus on me and just like get frustrated. But I had to like, just move past, move past that and kind of shift my mindset surrounding that. And like, he was so excited to come down here and lift with me and do everything with me. He would you know, try to, he would try to do uh, everything I was doing. I I wasn't such a stickler for form with him. Like, Aaron. <laughs> I just wanted to be safe. <laughs> he was, he used this foam dumbbell. So we were, we were being pretty safe, but uh, no, yeah, I had to just kind of like shift my mindset surrounding that. Cause I used to get annoyed but he just wants like the to shared experience yeah. is like a building block to that, like that me time too. Like mm-hmm. as stressful as this week has been, there's been like a lot of like low moments, but there's been so many amazing moments where it's like, this is awesome because it's something that we're sharing together and I wouldn't want to be doing this alone. And like, even though workout time is a really great recharge time, I don't discount bonding either at all, Mm -hmm. especially when it's in a really nice and productive and positive way. Yeah. And Leo would even like, sometimes at night when I was putting him to bed, like 
make sure you wake me up so I can work out with you. And then I'm feeling like super guilty then. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) but I never, I've never once woken up in my life to work out with me. I would not do that. Uh, That's really, really special though. And sweet. Like, yeah. And it's also cute too, because he, uh, um, Cause obviously he doesn't, he doesn't wear socks or anything to sleep in. And I don't like him really like coming down here barefoot being around all the weight. So he'd wake up and put on socks because he was like excited to come down here. And then, you know, then I'm just feeling again, that mom guilt and feeling guilty about it. (laughs) Well, it's those good habits you're demonstrating and he's adopting. I know. And yeah, he's, he's you can't put a price on that at like such a young age. I mean, I still don't like my son wakes me up in the morning. <laughs> he flips on the lights and says, Hello. <laughs> His new thing is he calls everybody sir. <laughs> so, Good morning, sir. Excuse me, sir. Where did he learn that from? I have no idea. <laughs> like, and it's just, I don't know. It's so sweet. We got into it so bad tonight. And I'm like, I feel so guilty. Yeah. But he is just like such a doll while he's being a doll. <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah. All right. So let us recap. Number one. Incorporating strength training is not only going to just make day-to-day tasks feel easier, but it's going to make you feel your best, have the most energy to be able to really keep up with your kids and just everything else in life. It is just such a good and freeing feeling to... Take the focus away from your body and changing your body and instead just really focusing on what it's capable of going into each workout, really just focusing on your performance versus how many calories you're burning, how dead you're feeling, how much you're sweating, how sore you're going to feel. And last and most importantly, Showing your kids this, showing that there's so much more to exercise and working out outside of changing your body and more about strength and overall health and know that you're doing it for them to live a longer and healthier life. I feel like I just posted about this in... um one of the Facebook groups. Is it Lift Life, Shelby? But anyway, I was talking about, and I had said this on the postpartum episode where I like, for the first time, I was like not focusing on aesthetics at all. Like when I was postpartum with Ari, all I wanted to do was throw out all the toxicity that I had maintained for so long and start fresh. And when I came to you or you came to me, our mutual relationship. Um, all I cared about was establishing new, healthy, positive behaviors. And it was the, like, it was like, I love that you said 
freeing because it was so freeing to say, I'm done focusing on the things that don't matter. Like when I walk down the street, I don't have a sign above my head that says how much I weigh. Like I don't have, nobody knows how I feel in my clothes. And like to focus on the things that actually matter is like you said, so, so freeing. Um, so I, I just love that so much. And then there was one other thing I wanted to say. Oh, I guess action steps. So I am saying this 100% candidly. I think everybody's action step should be to explore Shelby's programs because they've changed my life. I've never been more consistent, happier, more flexible with my workout program as I have been working with Shelby. And I've done three different variations, I think. Mm -hmm. And all of them have been amazing. I have the one that I love the most because it brings out the best of me and the best of Shelby. Um, So that's me personally. I know other people respond differently to like more handholding, more accountability. Um, So I think everybody's action step should be look into Shelby stuff because it really, to me, it is the best. And I would be so, so lost without you. (laughs) I love that. And thank you. And yes, it is. It is the best. And this is, these are the workouts that I do myself as well. Um, But I do want to add like a little, a little bit more to your action steps and really just evaluating, okay, if you are working out now, what are the workouts you're doing? How are you viewing exercise and really getting clear on that and like are you being really intentional about your workouts are you just kind of like throwing random things together or doing things just because someone else is doing it or just because you want to lose weight or lose fat or whatever it is and just really getting clear on the types of the type of workout you're doing and is this the best for me my body and how I show up as a mom I love that I love it it means so much to us to have you on this journey and together we hope we can make mom life a little bit easier for you one episode at a time as always, never hesitate to DM us on Instagram at Mom Tales and Cocktails Podcast with your mom tales. And don't forget to follow here and we will see you on the next episode.